everyone. Thanks for tuning into this latest episode of Love Service Wisdom coming to you from 2020. Happy, happy, happy new year. And we made it a new decade. It feels like a really incredible fresh start in a lot of ways. And it feels there's a sense of hopefulness and possibility. And um, I was chatting with a friend at the opening of my new meditation space um, source in downtown Boise. I was chatting with Zarin after the East Forest ceremony last week and it was like, it feels like that moment in the Goonies when Mouth says, this is our time, our time. And it feels like that. It feels like our time. And I don't know what that means and I don't know what's going to happen, but it's feeling really, really good. I hope you feel that way too. And of course, like everything, it comes in ebbs and flows and different waves. But for for me, at least there's a bit of an uptick, even though it's surrounded by a sense of overwhelm at points with um, the opening of this new meditation space. And that's what I'm going to talk about in this podcast. It's just going to be, I think I'm shooting for a quick, a shorter podcast than most of them have been. But I wanted to share with you my process around creating this new space. Um, I've got my first classes there this evening. Um, I taught once last week, but I was subbing for a teacher. So it wasn't my regular class, but I've got my regular classes coming up today. And before I get into that, I'll back up and I'll share with you, um, well, when I was in India for the very first time, I went to India to Rishikesh this past February, 2019. That was over my 20th birthday. And I was with my teachers from the Nosara Yoga Institute, Don and Amba Stapleton and their teacher, Amrit Desai, and a friend of mine from Boise, Susan Cole. She came with me and it was two weeks of a really intense, beautiful, magical, um, powerful spiritual journey on lots of different levels. And Susan and I shared a room and got to be even closer than we were leading up to the trip. And um, in those moments, she was in a, in a point in her life in transition where she was between jobs and recently divorced and getting more on her path. And what was up for her while we were there was very much, um, what am I going to do? What am I here to do? What do I want to do? What will I be doing? And um, through our conversations together, I have been talking for a number of years now about wanting to create a new space in Boise, one that's kind of focused around geothermal. Boise has a lot of uh, geothermal water that we use throughout the city. My building that Sage is in has geothermal water that powers it in a lot of neighborhoods in Boise. There's a street called Warm Springs, and that's because of the geothermal that's accessed there. And there's a lot of geothermal in Idaho and, and, and funny and, and frustrating that there's not a spot in Boise proper that's like a soaking pool, a geothermal soaking pool. And so I've been wanting to create a place like that for a number of years. So that's, I talk about it off and on and I'm looking for a spot actually actively right now. So still, if any of you guys out there know of a spot for me ping me, let me know, please, because I'd love to get that going. Or if you want to steal that idea and create it 
and you run with it, fantastic. I just want a spot to soak close to home. So me talking about that a lot and the, just this idea of a new space. Her and I one morning, I think it was the day after my birthday, we were sitting there in the room and kind of, she was telling me about a dream that she had, which I don't quite remember now, but um, she was sharing it and her desire to create a space in Boise that could offer classes and immersions and different types of trainings and kind of take people deeper through uh, group work and like like curated um, class offerings, different than yoga, including some meditation, but you know, who knows what else it might include. And I was of course sitting there like, yeah, 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 that sounds great. Yeah. And maybe you could have the geothermal too and we could do this and that. And then she said, what, what do you think we should call it? And I'm like, how about source? And she's like, that's what I was thinking. And so we had the same name for the place come up together at the same time. And then when we got back, we just continued to um, play with the idea of it. And so I started again to look more actively for a spot that I could do the geothermal um, around Boise and was poking around and um, looking at different locations. And then I reached out to the guy that owns my building now that I'm in with Sage Yoga and Wellness and was asking him if he knew anything. And through that conversation, it became clear to me that the spot right next to me in my building was open for for lease. And it's not that large of a space. And it's not the spot where I could do geothermal because it's on the second floor of an old building. Geothermal would be like ground floor, basement even, or outside or in a newer building. So I couldn't do the geothermal there, but the idea that the spot right next to my yoga studio was available and could be something was very intriguing. And so we shifted a little bit to like, oh, this is where we can create a meditation studio or we could create a space for these other offerings that I want to have at the yoga studio, but I honestly don't have time in the schedule for like ecstatic dance and sound healing and Tai Chi or Qigong or chanting. Uh, or, or somatic breath work, um, and then also the the longer guided courses. So within that, we decided let's let's look into this more. And I reached out to my friend Naomi, who I do the teacher training program with through Sage, and her husband Paul. It just kind of randomly like, Gee, are you guys interested in doing something with a spot too? I just realized it was available, and Paul jumped on and he said, you know what? I would love to. I, in 2019, January, made my first intention ever. And my intention was to create a dedicated meditation space in Boise. So this is perfect. I definitely want to partner with you guys. So Paul, Susan, and myself started the process of dreaming it up last spring. And Susan's got this amazing background in marketing and the corporate world and branding. And Paul is very like project uh, management driven, as well as an incredible meditation teacher and yoga teacher. And then I've got all my experience with teaching, but also running a studio and those sorts of things. So the three of us through the summer, while we've been doing so many additional elements of our life, 
um, have been putting this together as well, Source Meditation Space, and now it's here and it's open. And it's a place where you can come to for daily practices in meditation. Some of them are more classic Buddhist style, seated, Zen inspired or Vipassana inspired. Some of them are yoga nidra based, so guided visualization and more relaxing. I've created a um, a branded meditation called the source meditation that's that's in that vein of yoga nidra to take you into the space of non-duality source consciousness where the the judging analytical duality mind is um, circumnavigated and you land in that field of source awareness where all potential potentiality creativity unconditional acceptance, healing resides. My last podcast last week was a beta script of the source meditation. So you can go back anytime and listen to that just on your own, or you could join me at the studio and have myself or another teacher guide you through that experience. So that's an offering. We have an offering called Catnap, which is in the afternoon, which is similar to a yoga nidra, restorative style meditation. There is Qigong and Tai Chi. There is ecstatic dance. There is weekly sound journeys. There's weekly chanting. There will be monthly somatic breathwork sessions, but some of the classes, there'll be like a pranayama breathwork focused class too. And then different types of guided visualizations. There's a class called Ignite, which is more like, um, hmm, it's more like body awareness, present moments, release processing type class that's led by a therapist here in town. And then there's what we're calling the Relationship Collective. And that is our first like, kind of like toe tip into the world of more group circle Dharma talk type of classes. And that's led by these teachers, Dan and Christina Houston, who are new to Boise, but who have an incredible, incredible teaching history together and are, are, are um, very talented guides. And so that would be a time, the relationship collective for anybody to come, whether you're in a relationship or not, or the relationship is with yourself or the world or somebody else or your internal soul connection, whatever it might be, that's more um, circle group based versus I'm the teacher and I'm telling you what to do and you're more passive. So it'd be more active for the participants. And then we'll have teen courses with that. And then we'll have all of our teachers, I hope anyways, develop like more in-depth threads that they want to take students on, whether that's a series of a few weeks or a few month long program or, you know, a year long program that there's accountability and connection and community with. So we'll see how all of this unfolds. But, uh, oh man, that source, that source, I guess in a nutshell, it's, uh, right in downtown Boise next to Sage, my studio. You can check it out more online at sourceboise.com or on the social media. It's called at source meditation and see what we're up to. The first class when you come is free, which is nice. And then we have a two-week intro offer for unlimited classes for 40 bucks, or you could do for the first three months unlimited 
$199 for those three months. And we have this, we have this great idea too. We'll see how it works out. Where when there's not a class going on and the studios, the space isn't being used for, um, for teaching of some sort, that it's open studio time. And so if you're a member to the space, you can get your own key code access into the room and you can check yourself in for your own personal practice seated meditation. So our members would get access to the studio and they can go anytime in the business hour days to just go and sit for as long as they want, anytime in between any of the classes. So that's kind of cool. We'll see how that goes. But I think, I don't know, I would like to do it if I was maybe working downtown and I knew I could go to the studio around the corner and get out of my work environment and reset for a little bit and then come back. That's pretty cool. There's also a family membership where um, partners or, um, you know, mother, son, or whatever it might be, can get it and share a past together. So we're trying different things, knowing that with a new business, there's going to be all kinds of kinks to work out. And there's been moments for sure when I've thought, what am I doing? Why did I do this? Do what is going on? (laughs) How did I end up opening another studio? I've said for years, I would never open another studio. People have asked me to kind of franchise or open up a stage in one of the surrounding areas of Boise. And I've said, no way, because I love my quality of life just like it is. It's all, it feels really good. It feels really imbalanced. And now here I am with another studio, though it's not a yoga studio. And I've got partners this time, which is different. Sage, I run just by myself with the help of uh, some assistants that do the daily grind kind of things for me. But being in a business partnership is it's, its own unique uh, challenge and blessing in many ways. Where with Sage, it's great because I'm doing whatever I want to do. And I don't have to check in with anybody to make a decision. And I can st- sort of steer the course wherever it wants to go. And it's just all on me. And, that, and I also know like what needs to be done all the time because I'm tracking it all. And when I do it, I do it. And I know if it hasn't been done, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit easy to manage, I think, when you've got something that's solo. And then when you're in a partnership, there's all this division of labor. So it's like, are you doing that? Am I supposed to do that? Did you do that? I didn't do that yet. Oh, I did do that. Oh, you want it done a different way. Oh, let's talk about how this is done. So there's all this communication about what's going on all of the time, which is new. And, uh you know, we're not always in agreement with how we want things to be done. So there's there's the ability that we have now, the opportunity to put all of our practices to work in the real life, real life sense, to be of integrity all of the time, to be of integrity with these two partners that I have so that our relationships are always clear and clean. Our connections are always clear and clean because that's the space that we're holding for others. It's so important. There can't be like glitches or unresolved or shadow to the best of our ability because I think anyways, my belief is that we couldn't provide a healing space for others if our internal space isn't a healing environment. So we're processing all of the time. Luckily, Susan and Paul have a high skill set with that and it's been done very gracefully. And and so there's challenges with it, but I'm also recognizing too, like I wouldn't have opened another business. 
at all by myself. I wouldn't have started that in any way because it's too much work. Like I said, my quality of life is good. Like it is. So I'm very grateful for the support that Susan and Paul provide. Susan's done so much work on the front end with the website and the social media and the look and how things, you know, like all the like fine tooth comb catching of things that I might let go or be like, meh, it's fine. Ah, who cares? Ah, whatever. She's like, nope, this, 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 this. So she's a master at that and very grateful. And then Paul and in the same vein, it's just so project management oriented that he's super diligent and organized and he's kind of like the finances guy. So I don't have to worry about that. I can put that on somebody else. Where was Sage? I do pretty much all those different things, all those hats I wear, all those roles I, I take on, which means some of them are done better than others for sure. So very grateful for this new opportunity to work with people in a different way than I have before. I have no idea where this is going. I have no idea. I have no idea. I have no idea. It's one of those moments when you just are kind of following the energy of what wants to be born. Like it's your hands are kind of open and something's just like bubbling and spilling out of your hands. And you're like, I don't know what it is, but here it comes. That's what it feels like source is. So it's in its infancy, Sage. And we know its name, but we don't quite know what it looks like, though it has a certain feel. And I'm I'm happy for it. I'm happy for it in lots and lots of ways. And, you know, one is just feeling like there's a new way for people to access their inner selves versus just on a yoga mat or maybe taking a yoga teacher training or I don't know, a different retreat or finding a specific teacher or reading a book. There's a lot of apps or gadgets that are out there now that are meditation based. And I like that this is bringing us back together in community and you're learning from a live human and you have that live energy transfer and the fields that you're generating together, there's a lot of power in that, in the collective. There's a lot an individual can do, but when we come into a practice space together, I don't know, there's a certain level of magic that feels like it's there or depth or like a, a richer, sweeter alchemy. So I'm glad that we can share that with more and more people. And it's been cool that a lot of the people that have come to the studio are new to a meditation practice. They're meditation curious. They haven't they haven't um, had the chance to go into that yet. We've had the clear intention too of wanting it to feel really accessible, particularly to people really of the West and who don't have connections to other traditions, other Eastern traditions where meditation's more embedded and more common. So even though we're leaning on all these teachers and paths that we have come through, uh, trying to almost in a way create I don't want to say new lineage, but just like a new feeling sense around it's for all of us and you can do it too. And as we know, there's so many scientific benefits and studies and blah, blah, blah that's going on. That's like proving what the sages and the Buddhas and the Rishis and the monks and the nuns have known forever that there's so many benefits to the practice of meditation and mindfulness. So the Western approach is validating all of that. And then here's a place we hope where anybody can come. One of our taglines is all are welcome, where anybody can come to begin this process of turning inward. And we have the different, oh my gosh, I didn't mention the East Forest meditation. So one of them is 
my beloved Krishna, he's like, sure, I'll give you, let's do a music meditation. I'll give you a track. I'll curate something where music is the gateway. Sound and listening is the gateway to mindfulness. So there's that as well. I'm grateful for him for giving us that. And um, so it could be sound or music. It could be body. It could be breath. It could be visualization. It could be energy. It could be movement like Qigong or uh, an ecstatic dance experience or even breath, the pranayama or the somatic breath work. Let's use all of these things that are really here with us now, right? Sounds and body and breath and feeling and energy. And let's refine our awareness to them so that we can get to know ourselves and our higher self and our connection to others in a deeper, clearer way. For me, that's I would say one of the intentions with source for sure. So hmm, that's that's where a lot of my energy focus is in these in these moments and today in particular with my classes coming up and the weeks to come. So you'll hear me talk about it off and on for sure. And um I, I look forward to sharing more meditations with you. I'll put them up on the podcast. And then if you happen to be here in Boise, come and see me at the at the new space or see one of our other teachers who are so fantastic. And wish me luck. Wish me luck. And I wish you luck in all your new ventures for the new year, whatever's coming up for you. And think of it as a process, not of striving to become something new or different, but of one of uncovering what you already are and removing those obstacles and the the barriers to having you feel and sense and know your own truth fully. So I wish that you the ability to just remove, to remove, to polish the mirror, as Ramdas says, to polish the mirror to your soul, to yourself. So you're living the truth of who you already are. You already are it. You always have been it. It already is happening. You already are there. Hmm. Okay. With that, I'll leave you. Blessings, friends. Bye.